Welcome to Bayou Garden. I'm Lee Rouse with the LSU Ag Center. Wow, we really dodged a bullet here in Baton Rouge with Hurricane Barry. However, if you did experience a tremendous amount of rain, you may see some of your plants in the landscape beginning to suffer from flood damage. So let's take a few minutes and discuss some of the aspects of flooding and how it can affect a landscape. Flooding can involve freshwater or saltwater. Freshwater flooding is generally caused by excessive rainfall, while saltwater flooding is limited to coastal areas and is caused by stormwater surges associated with hurricanes. Freshwater flooding primarily impacts landscape plants by saturating the soil. Plant roots derive oxygen from air spaces in the soil, and when these spaces are filled with water, roots are deprived of the oxygen that they need. Initially, the root stops functioning properly. When the bright sun comes out after a period of excessive rain, it is not unusual for plants to wilt. It is odd to see plants wilting in soil saturated with water, but it makes sense. Root rot follows if saturation persists. Root rot is the greatest danger to landscape plants during flooding. The longer the soil stays saturated, the more damage will occur. In areas where floodwaters may persist and have been very deep for a matter of days or weeks, it is likely that virtually all turf, shrubs, and herbaceous plants will be killed. However, any shrubs that are still green will almost certainly survive. Carefully assess the shrubs that may appear dead. Scrape the bark in several areas. Green tissue under the bark indicates the shrubs are still alive and may recover. However, shrubs that show no green tissue below the bark when scratched and produce no sign of growth a few weeks after the water is received are likely dead. It is hard to predict what effect standing water for weeks will have on our trees. Live oaks can have saturated soil conditions for an extended period of time and are tolerant of brackish waters, so we are able to be gardenly optimistic about these trees. Trees that are native to saturated soil conditions such as bald cypress, swamp maple, or tupelo gum will likely survive. We have seen through many past floodings that crepe myrtles and palm trees appear to have a good survival rate with floodwaters. However, magnolias, such as the southern magnolia, sweet bay magnolia, and the oriental magnolias, have had major significant losses whenever we've had floodwaters. Floodwaters also carry silt and debris. These materials are deposited on lower growing plants such as shrubs, ground covers, annuals, and perennials. It is important to remove these materials as soon as possible. Use a rake to remove most of the larger material and then a hose with a nozzle attachment to wash off the remainder. If the plants in the landscape survive the flood, Remove all mulches from around the shrubs and in the beds for a few weeks to allow the soil to dry out more rapidly and then replace it. Use a garden fork to help speed drying of soil and beds. Insert the fork tines straight into the ground to a depth of six to eight inches. Gently rock back and forth and then pull straight out. Do not dig with the forks. Repeat this throughout the beds based about every 10 inches or so. Do not immediately fertilize any trees, shrubs, or ground covers after a flood event in late summer or fall. Lastly, if you happen to have any fruit trees, vegetables, or herbs, do not consume any of those materials that came in contact with floodwaters. You want to harvest all the fruits, vegetables, and herbs and discard. The fruit trees will be just fine. Anything that they produce next year can be consumed. This is Bayou Garden. I'm Lee Rouse. Join us next week at this time for more in your garden. Or check out previous podcasts of the show available at WRKF.org.